This is Al Campo Hunting Podcast. I'm Jacob Ortiz. In this episode, I have a hunter from Minnesota. And um, so this guy came down to Sonora, Mexico, looking for, uh, was starting his journey in the mountains, looking for the pinnacle or our mountains. He's looking for a, he came down looking for a desert corn sheep. And, and he was success. So, welcome, Mike. Thank you very much, Jacob. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. Uh, congratulations on your RAM. And uh, that's a great way to start uh, this this journey. And we're looking for four sheep from the North America. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to have been able to take uh, an animal with that age class. Uh, and uh, the experience that I had with you guys was, okay. was incredible. Yeah. So, uh, tell us, um, who is Mike? Who yeah. is Mike? Where, where he, where he from? What, what he likes? Uh, where he started, uh, giving that passion for the hunting? Yeah, I'll give you a little bio uh, of Mike. So, I am from Minnesota. So, you know, you go through just about every state you can and get almost to the Canadian border, and you'll you'll find where I live, um, not far from Minneapolis. Um, so grew up, uh, actually in Southern Minnesota, um, and then moved up towards the cities when I was a, a young kid, um, got into hunting. Um, my, my dad's side of the family has been in hunting for generations and generations, big into waterfall, but, but, uh, but big game as well, mostly local animals. So we've got deer and we've got, um, you know, like I said, a lot of waterfall hunting and stuff like that in Minnesota. That's kind of, kind of what we do. Um, so started hunting, um, started going with when I was just a kid, you know, four years old or five years old, started hunting, shot my first duck when I was, I think eight years old, did a lot of that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. then, uh, kind of, you know, as most people do, you evolve and kind of find different things that, that, that you like. So you get into deer hunting and you start doing that stuff. I got into bow hunting, uh, in my teenage years and started doing more deer hunting and stuff like that. And you know, my, my dad's influence on that stuff was, was, uh, pretty big, um, especially with the waterfall, but with getting into that and then, um, kind of, kind of evolved and you get a little bit older and you maybe make a trip out West and, and mm -hmm. you, you do an antelope hunt and then it's like, Oh, this is, this is, this yeah, is there's, a, there's a yeah. whole world out yeah. here, you know? So then you start doing mule deer hunts and then you get into some elk hunts and, and so on and yeah. so forth. So that's, uh, kind of the evolution of my my hunting career, um, and, uh, you know, been able to take a lot of different animals, moose and, and, uh, like I said, elk and, and mule deer and lots of white tails and stuff like that. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm a Minnesota, um, resident have been my whole life. Um, family lives there. My little eight year old actually went on her first hunt. Now she didn't shoot, but she went on her first hunt this year. I got to tell you that and my desert bighorn hunt are my, my, my pinnacles. Those are my best two hunts. So my, my eight year old daughter, she's a, she's a, a, she likes everything. She's a tomboy, but she likes, you know, she likes princesses and dresses and stuff too. Of course. Of but course. Yeah, of course. They're, they're all like, you know, you've got, you've got a daughter, <laughs> yes. you've got an eight year old, I think same, actually, same, right? Same deal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same deal. So, so she goes on this, uh, antelope hunt with me this year and, uh, we're in West river, South Dakota. And, uh, you know, we we're out there glassing a lot, like what we did, you know, you're finding glassing points find a glassing point, look around, maybe you see something, maybe you don't keep going. Well, we found a, we found an antelope that, um, 
on the second day and we were only there for three days. So we found one on the second day and I'm like, oh, we can, let's go take a closer look. And I knew it wasn't a, you know, a big pronghorn or anything yes. like that, but I'm like, all right, this is going to be a great experience. We'll Part do, the experience. Yeah, yes. we'll do a stock. So we set up the glass, we set up the spotting scope. We did a, all right, we got to get a little closer. Let's get up there. You know, <laughs> put your little backpack on and she's got her full camel suit and all that stuff on. And we do a, we do a little stock up there and get up to the top of this ridge and I'm like, all right, he's, 275 yards away take a look at him in the spotter so she gets up on the spotter and i'm like pretty cool huh I'm like, all right let's go find another one she she looks at me and she goes what <laughs> what whoa, 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 what do you mean <laughs> we we gotta t- and you want to take him we can and she goes yeah yeah we got we gotta take him dad we gotta take him so we get a little bit closer and i get her behind me so i get her behind me a little bit so the muzzle breaks not too loud and all that stuff yes. all right cover your ears but you know watching this and everything she watches it and, you know, I smoked them and dropped them and everything. And she's cheering and all this stuff. <laughs> oh, it was the greatest thing in the world. So that uh, that was a pretty cool experience oh, for nice, me. Nice. You know? And I've been on, a you know, a pretty fair amount of hunts throughout my life. But that was yeah. that was earlier this year. And then I followed up with, uh, you know, I took a couple other animals this year, but followed up with uh, my desert bighorn. I mean, yeah. it's, been, uh, it's been quite a journey. Yeah. It's been quite a journey. So tell me that about that decision why al campo hunting why sierra el alamo no yeah why yeah so i actually um am involved with the wild sheep foundation as you guys are i know you're very connected with it so i'm actually a director on the midwest chapter and i get involved okay. with nationals i go to reno every year for the sheep show and that's a that's a fun experience and actually the 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 uh, opportunity that i got was through through the sheep show um at uh, at one of the banquets so um why Sierra El Alamo is special um, to me is the conservation-minded part of it, and I think what you guys have done out there with, uh, y- you know, with transplanting animals and with uh, how you do it, the success that you've done, how you set up water stations, um, all the work that you guys have put in with habitat, making sure that they've got feed, making sure that they've got water, and then when you do transplant the animals and relocate the animals, you're you're doing it in a way that's um, it's it's disease control you know yeah you're we have to the animal yeah we you, have to there's there's such a sensitive animal yep. you know wild sheep are you know they're these majestic rams you know they're they're just raw power right but they're so pro they're fragile they're really fragile yeah i so, mean they, they can die really easy yeah and if i have if i have this right when you guys relocate these animals you're you're capturing you're quarantining you're testing and then you're transferring them to the ranch and you have a corral, I believe it's six, uh, six weeks or so that you at least, at least six weeks, it's a soft corral so they can get used to that new area. Yeah. And uh, at least they know if there's something wrong during summer or some point of the, of the release, they know there's water there you know? yeah, and right. there's food or whatever, you know, but yep. they, they can always come back and they do, they do, they do come back. They do come yeah. back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of a safety net for them. Mm-hmm. So the corral, the soft corral is actually um, right next to the kind of the highest peak at Sierra El Alamo. It is. Um, yes. So that that kind of, it it attracts them to get into the mountains. And there's water stations that are pretty close yep, to that yep. too. We start at the beginning, we start with a, with a, a couple of water stations around. And, uh, for, but, but then we start adding more and more and more and more. And now they can go farther and farther and farther. 
that the purpose of the release, you know, so they can meet some other animals far down and invite some others to come. And so they can start crossing blood, genetic yeah. genes and, you know, back and forth. And, uh, and, uh, that's part of the, uh, of the, of the program, you know, so, yeah. so they can go out and, and, and be, you know, free. So a great example of what you're talking about is the ram that I shot. Because the ram that I shot, we believe to be of original genetics to Sierra El Alamo um, from before the re- relocation stuff started. So. For sure, for sure, you're going to harvest an animal that is that is that, that we we believe is twelve year twelve year old. Yeah. You know, so so that that one born right there. Yeah, and he was with yes an animal that uh, had a collar on him that, that we w- know was relocated. Yep. So we just released that one last year so so all ones with new ones together so that's big really good of the program that we're putting together yeah and those bloodlines like you said you're you've got some some cross going on and it's working everything's working out there great so it's yep yeah um the property is absolutely gorgeous um i i tell you it's uh it's beautiful the the sonoran desert i've i've done quite a bit of hunting in uh arizona so I'm kind of familiar Southern Arizona with the the terrain and all that stuff, and I just love it. And um, you know, your your guys is is uh, about as beautiful as I've seen. Yeah, you told me about that, uh, and actually, I I asked you about if you find some uh, you know different country than than you know close to uh, Phoenix or around Phoenix. You know, like you said, oh, it's pretty similar. Maybe they are missing a couple like the. Bloody bush, bloody you know, bush, yeah. that it makes most of the animals so dark in the, the horns or so reddish colors, you know, yeah. so it's so that that dark color is really characteristic of uh, our desert. Yeah, and it is. It makes those. <laughs> it makes them beautiful. <laughs> I love that color in there. Yeah. 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 So um, so um, tell us about this hunt, you know, so uh, what was your expectation and what you see? How do you live the whole process? You know, like even uh since you arrived to uh, our airport here in, er- in Hermosillo, you know, all that process, you know, may, uh, I explain to, to my hunters, to, to our clients, you know, all the time, you know, what, where they're going to live, you know, I mean, you're going to pass by this and this and that, you know, that is pretty easy, you know, but it's better that hear it, that someone that just came in and lived that experience, you know? Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you, if you have, if anybody needs to talk to somebody that's been through it, absolutely have them call me because I can walk through everything. Um, I'll tell you, I was on a moose hunt in Canada earlier this year and it was not an easy process. Um, but coming into Hermosillo, so I flew from uh, Minneapolis, of course, so you get, you get into Hermosillo and, uh, went through customs there. And I'll tell you, you get off the plane and there's um, English-speaking people there right away um, to, to help you guide, guide you through the customs process. But there's, uh, there's some gentlemen there that help hunters that come through um, specifically. So you've got tourists, um, and you've got residents, and then you've got actual, like, hunter tourists. And the, the hunters, I, I, I believe, at least I believe I got some special, I felt like I got special treatment. So they come in, and they've got a some carts and they'll grade all your baggage and help you out and, and, uh, bring you through to the special line. That's just for hunters that, uh, you know, you, you pass all the other tourists and you get over there. Uh, and then, um, the military guys and the custom guys came together. So it expedited the system. It went very quickly, Mm -hmm. um, signed all our paperwork. 
um, and got through, um, you know, they, the customs part of it took, uh, customs and military together, maybe took 15 minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know if it was 15 minutes and then you're walking through the gate. The guy helps me with my luggage the whole way. Cause I got gear and I got my fire, you know, they check your firearm mm-hmm. and all that, of course. Um, I got my gear, I got my firearm, I got my, you know, my clothes pack and all that kind of stuff. They put it back on the cart, bring it right out to where you were. There's yeah. Jacob. Hey, yeah. Jacob, how you doing? <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> yep. So bring it out to the truck and we go. That was it. And I tell you, I've never had a border crossing experience that was that simple. I, I really, I, it was, it was a breeze. It was great. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was great. That's great. So now, well, you're here, guys. Uh, it's a really easy process to even bring in your gun, you know, uh, coming hunting here in Sonora. So, uh, so, so you're welcome. Don't be afraid. Yeah, no, don't be afraid at all. I mean, the border crossing part of it and flying into Hermosillo, that's the way to do it. I, you know, you could probably cross through, um, and drive through, but cr- crossing through Hermosillo, I mean, that, that's the way to go. That was, that was really easy. So yeah. we do that, then, uh, you know, head out to the ranch and the ranch is a couple hours away. Um, so you're going kind of Northwest towards the coast. Um, easy drive, you know, it's all paved roads and everything till you get to the ranch and everything. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I tell you the, the reception that you get when you get there makes you feel really at ease, you know, so you're, you're in a foreign, you're in Mexico, you're in a foreign country. Um, you don't really know what to expect, but I tell you, everyone is so nice. Um, you know, gracious, uh, welcoming, so glad to see you there. Um, and it's all, you know, I mean, it's, you're the you're the hunter there and you've got i think is there there was eight people in camp or something like that with us everybody's there to help you out so well, we we always we always happy to we wait you know we we wait all year for this season yeah you know, you know um and we're making a living because you guys you know so yeah. so we're here doing this because there's people like you that they want to come and and, and, and hunt with us, you know, so uh, it's, it's the less that we can do, you know, like, yeah. uh, hey, welcome, you know, you're here, we're going to have a great time, and uh, our goal is so you can be success, you know, like, yeah. and enjoying your hunt, you know. Well, I enjoyed it, so I've got, I had Jacob, and two of Jacob's, Jacob's got three brothers, and two of them were with, in camp with me, so I've got Jacob, Javier, and George in there with me. Mm-hmm. And then Abraham was kind of the other guide. So that's the the four of us that went out hunting every day. And then Bruno um, and Oscar were there cooking and Ivan helping out with everything. You know, he's doing a little bit of everything. So, um, you know, the like I said, the reception was wonderful. And the, the whole process and experience was just, I mean, I can't tell you enough. And the food, I tell you <laughs> what, man, we ate good. We ate real yeah, we did well. Yeah. So the process, so we go out and, uh, you know, the first morning we shoot the gun, we get everything dialed in, we go out and, uh, you, you kind of go from glassing spot to glassing spot and you're just looking for rams. You kind of like almost like take an inventory. So let's go find some, some sheep. Um, and we actually had a very productive first day. I think we saw, I think we saw eight rams on the first day yes mm-hmm. yeah something like that i think we ended uh counting like 26 animals yeah that day yeah yeah yep so yeah that was uh that was like i'm like oh man there there's a lot there's a lot of animals here and then you like i said i mean you're talking to an outfitter and that's what that's why i reference like if anybody needs to talk to me i'll i'd be happy to mm-hmm. talk to him because when you're just talking to an outfitter that you haven't hunted before um you know you, you don't really know what to expect and you know there's a lot of animals and you're 
you're so affiliated with the wild sheep foundation and everything, you know, that I've got a lot of trust in, in you guys, mm-hmm. but, um, just to go out and see that many animals right away. It's like, all right, this is so cool, man. This There's, is the place. Though. This is the place. This yeah. is for sure the place. So that was a cool experience. Um, so yeah, you, you go out, you hunt, um, glassing spot to glassing spot. You might, you know, just, just like I said, just exploring, the different canyons and just trying to figure out, you know, where are the Rams right now? Are the Rams staying in the same place or are they moving? Um, you know, are they after use or what are they doing? Are they, um, are they going to water back and forth? You know, where are those, where are those animals? How are they behaving right now? So mm-hmm. we kind of figured that out the first day you go back, um, you know, you have a margarita, you have a little <laughs> dinner, you chit chat. So the brothers, you know, you've got, you got three brothers in camp and these guys are hilarious. So they're kind of going back and forth and you're involved and you're, everybody's just having the greatest thing. It's just such a, it's like a, it's almost <laughs> like a, it's not a party, but it's like, a, it's just a fun atmosphere every, every evening and every morning. It's just so much fun. We had a great time. So, and I got, to, I got to ride with, uh, with George, Jorge and, and Jacob, um, you know, when we went from, from spot to spot and checked out canyons and glassed and stuff like that. So, you know, you really get to know, you get to know, know you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, there's a bond that's created and we're, we're friends for life. <laughs> oh, I yeah, can for guarantee sure. you that. For sure. For yeah. Sure. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. So, so yeah, we, uh, we went out the second morning and, uh, Saw a bunch more rams, a um, bunch more ewes. It was a little slow in the morning um, that second day, um, but we ended up seeing quite a few. And then, what was it, like three something in the afternoon, middle of the afternoon, we ended up spotting a, a ram. And, um, you know, they were he was quite a ways away. He was. And I look over at you, and you look over at me. And you're like grinning. I go, yeah, he looks good. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he, he's a good one. So you know, you, I think you said he, you're like, yeah, he might be twelve. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Age class is a big deal. You know, we had talked about that yeah, at that, the time. I'm like, I, age class is the most important thing for me, above and beyond score or anything like that. I like character, and I like age. That's kind of yep. you know my that's what I want. Sure. There's option and luck, you know. So, sometimes it's just timing, you know. Hey, you're yeah. there and you find a old ram. Hey, let's take that one, you know. Yeah, and you know it's that whole create create your luck thing, right? You don't know what the animals are gonna do. Put yourself For in sure. position. For yep. sure, you don't know. Yep, yep. So we did, we got we got lucky because that's kind of what I was looking for. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, I was all like, we better let's go after this ram. And you guys are looking at it and you're like, <laughs> I I I know now that what you were thinking was. This guy has no idea how long this is going to take. Because I'm like, let's go, let's go. And you guys are like, ah, I don't think so, Mike. I don't think, I think we're going to have to, let's just see what he does here. And you and Javier were talking and, you know, you're explaining like, all right, we might have a little bit of rain tonight. It looks like the wind's going to be pretty strong. We're pretty confident this ram's going to be in this canyon or an adjacent one tomorrow morning. I think the best thing we can do is to, to sit on it. Let's back out. Don't, don't, we're not even going to go pressure him any closer. Let's back out. See, he, he should be here. We'll, we'll get him in the morning, Mike, or we'll, we'll find him in the morning, not get him, but yeah. we'll go find him in the morning. So we go back and I'm thinking, oh man, that's the Ram I want, man. That's the Ram I want. So anyway, but you guys know what you're doing and, uh, I could complete trust. And, uh, we went back and talked about it and had dinner, same thing, right. Yeah. You know, you know, having a great time and everything. And, 
um, yeah, we went back, uh, got up early, got out early, and uh, were able to locate that ram somewhere in between 8 and 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. yeah. That, that was early, quick. and that was uh, good timing because they were they were going over. Yeah. yeah, they were going over into the next canyon. Yep. Yeah. So, hey, we, we located them, and, uh, yeah, it's when, when that ram was located, and you're, you're like, that, that's the same ram. Um, there's like a switch that went off mm-hmm. and all of a sudden Jacob and George are into go, go. let's go. go, let's go. And it's like, okay, we're going. And that was so much fun. So we, uh, we went around the Canyon, um, got into a position where we could try to relocate them from the other side. We had the wind, right. Um, and it had more access opportunity from that, from that angle. So we got up all the way on the other side and, um, uh, we we located them eventually we had to cross we got down onto that glassing knob and um were able to see them and put a play on them so jacob and i went around um to the what would be to the north or basically around a a spine and we're able yep. to you know we had to we had to go a little ways to get in get into position it take us an hour to get there. yeah it did know, yeah you know, so, i mean of course you can do it in less time but uh, we're gonna take we take our time and make yeah. sure we make raw rocks or making the whole noise. You yeah. Know, so you slow know. when you got to go slow, quick when you got to make up some ground and that kind of thing. So, you know, a, a good stock, um, or getting into position, um, had a little run in with another, uh, animal on the way there. So that, that, I don't know what was that? Maybe it was a, a cat. Yeah, probably. A cat. There's not a lot of cats in the range, but we think that was a cat. So, yeah. Um, making that sound, but I don't want to make that sounds because I don't know how it's going to sound. <laughs> <laughs> it but sounds it was, like a cat. <laughs> it was, it was weird. Sound. Yeah, it was. So yeah. anyway, we got into position and, uh, we got into position around one o'clock, I think is yes. about when we got in there. Yep. Um, it got into a spot where, where we could, well, at first we got into a spot we couldn't see them. Um, we saw a couple of U's, um, went a little further um, up the spine, got into some craggy rocks and, um, got into a good position where, you know, I was comfortable with the, with the rifle and, you know, you were able to glass them and keep an eye on them. So that, yeah. uh, that was pretty cool. And we waited for maybe a half hour or something uh, yeah, like I that. Yeah. I will say yes, half hour and yeah. until he stands up and. Yeah. Well, and that other, the younger Ram was, he was up feeding with some ewes and, uh, my old Ram was, was bedded under a Palo Verde tree. So yep. we kind of just sat and waited for him to, to stand up and, you know, he followed the script perfectly and it all, uh, it all came together and we were able to put a good shot on him. And, yep. uh, I'll tell you the, the emotion that happens after, um, after you're able to take your first wild sheep is pretty incredible and something yep. that I'll never forget. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, there was maybe a tear or two shed <laughs> there by me. So pretty, pretty special experience. Oh, no, it's, 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 it's not easy, you know, it's, no. it's, 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 uh, it's a big hand. It's, it, it's, it, it is. is. It, it represents a lot of stuff, you know, it does. It represents yeah. a lot. That's a good way to put it. And yeah. it's part of that journey that you talked about. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what it's all about. But man, it's, it's different than, uh, different than the other animals. That's yeah. for sure. For sure. Well, thank you, Mike. Um, um, I, I will look forward to do more hunts with you for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, uh, now we have fun together and, uh, and, uh, it's not only, uh, a hunting, uh, situation or whatever, you know, I think we're, we're going to be friends for so long, you know, and, yeah. uh, we're in, uh, we're in the same age, you know, so I think we're going to grow up 
together. Yeah, yeah. Well, I sorry, sure so. sorry. <laughs> that's how it goes, man. We we can't uh, change Father Time. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, great so, experience. Uh, yeah. So uh, one more time, congratulations for this uh, wonderful hunt, and uh, and I want to see. I want to keep tracking on your hunts. You know, keep keep me post what you're doing. Oh yeah, I will. I'll be uh, yeah. I'll be bugging you with all kinds of updates and stuff like yeah. that. And I do do the same because some of the rams that these guys are killing are incredible. Um, and the experience, I, I, I'm going to really enjoy following on social media, El Campo and uh, Sierra El Alamo and uh, seeing all the stuff that you guys are doing down here. It's really, it's really um, incredible what you guys have done with that ranch and with the animals and, and the mule deer and the goose deer and everything that's uh, in the dove hunts that you guys do and all that kind of stuff. It's really, it's pretty cool. Well, now, now that you're saying yes, yes, uh, we... Uh, we put a lot of efforts in that in that ranch and uh in uh in uh, some organization like Wauchi Foundation is helping us, you know, uh in, in, in this project, you know. Uh and uh, there we we really have uh, a really uh good connection with them, you know, uh, working speaking of, of working, you know, in uh in uh, conservation programs and and yes we put uh this program to uh for for the sheep, but it benefits whatever is around, you know. Mm -hmm. So mule deer, coos deer even doves, you see a lot of doves, quails all, all around. Well, other birds, other, yeah, all reptiles, everything's yeah. benefiting yeah. from that. Yeah, you yeah. guys are doing some great work. I mean, you put water in the desert, I mean, that's gold. Yeah. Well, and you can see it too. So you go by these, you buy these water stations um, that are set up, and there's an intricate system with all this. It's amazing what you guys have done. The The amount of work that you guys have put into this, this property is in, insane. Um, it's so cool, but um, you can see the animals that are using you, you, uh, approach a water station and the tracks and the birds and mm -hmm. the, the little critters that are up in there. Um, you know, you might run into some ungulates too. There might be coos deer there. There might be mule deer there, but uh, you can see that there's all kinds of animals that are using that water and yeah, definitely, pretty cool. definitely is, is helping, uh, the whole, uh, wildlife. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a healthy ecosystem that you've yeah. got there and that's 80,000 acres. So you can do a lot with that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a big piece of, uh, property and yeah. uh and uh well we'll keep expanding more water you know and uh and to give more opportunities to other animals to to survive especially in those uh, 120 degrees summers that we have you know yeah yeah it's crazy yeah you gotta have water <laughs> at, that, at that for sure yeah, yeah. so water is life in this water way. is life in the <laughs> desert yeah yeah so um thank you one more time and congratulations let's shake hands <laughs> appreciate it man you're welcome you're welcome um and um uh, okay so uh um follow us guys uh and look at us in uh, all the uh social media uh instagram facebook uh youtube uh spotify uh, ipod podcast so uh see you soon estudio b Dale voz a tus ideas en Estudio D.